Hi everyone. I just want to give a little shout out that Business Barn Raising is now open for the year. This time around, we are really focusing on helping people who have been interested in incorporating hippotherapy into their practice get started. And the most important things to get started really are focusing on your practice location, getting all the systems in place that you are going to need to provide services. Those are things like insurance and contracts. And finally, finding the clients that you need to run your practice. And in Business Barn Raising, we cover all of these areas, both in lesson content format as well as supported coaching calls. So if you think this is something that might be helpful to you, be sure to reach out and get signed up. We will be starting in June. Hi, this is Gina, your co-host of Animals and Aquatics. And I'm Ryan, your other co-host. We are joining you today for a Thanksgiving What We Are Grateful For episode. And we're excited to talk and do a little reflection today on things that we're grateful for this year. It's a nice time of year to just stop and take stock of what has happened so far this year, what you really are feeling thankful for as we go into the rest of the week here with friends and family and really focused on that part of our lives. We wanted to just start our week off here with you thinking about some of the things that we're really grateful for. And this year has been you know, particularly interesting for us because we've had some new beginnings, we've met some awesome milestones, and we want to take some time to share that with you, and we hope that you'll reflect on some of the things that you're grateful for as well. Yeah, so when I think back on this year, I think I'm most grateful that we set a goal and for, I guess, me as the driver on the aquatic side to start up an aquatics program. And that started as therapy. And typically when you're looking at, at aquatic therapy, we're looking at physical space, physical dysfunction. But through our discussions, we really felt that it could be so much more, that there was a sensory component and we could work on different community mobility skills, safety awareness, social goals. There, there were so many different possibilities that we wanted to explore using an aquatic environment. And we were able to do that this year across all of those areas of practice. And it's just been an experience. Everything from finding the location where we were going to practice, which was definitely a bit of a struggle, and practice location continues to be a struggle. We don't have an ideal place yet, but we're continuing to search and seeing what we wish we could improve kind of helps us to dial in on you know what it is that we're really looking for um, additionally we had practice goals for how many clients we were going to get and then we uh, advanced it on to an adaptive swimming program which was not really the direction that we were envisioning going at first but it ended up working really well um, for a few of our clients who couldn't afford private pay 
for therapy services in the pool, but still wanted to uh, participate. And their child learning how to swim was so important, and there was no real place for them to do that in a mainstream setting. I think even some of the mainstream programs that do offer or include, you know, they're inclusive, they just don't have the training level to really be successful with some of the families that we're serving. And I think if you asked our families, they would be really thankful yeah. for the adaptive swimming lessons that they're getting. I think it's it's brought them a lot of comfort and Yeah, excitement. I think we look at our students through a different lens. And the other side of that was everywhere was... Uh, there are adaptive programs in the area, but everywhere was booked out, and it was some of our students had a hard time finding uh, space. So we saw that as a need in the community, and I'm glad that we were able to adapt on the fly and figure out a way that we could help serve those members in our community. Yeah, I think one of the the really big things that I would feel thankful, I would say that I'm thankful for this year is the ability to both work on our business as well as working in our business. And I think the ability to meet some of those client goals and the metrics that we set for ourselves, you know, this time last year, things we were looking at and we're excited about was really that ability to spend time working on our business. And I know we've shared about this a little bit in another episode, but the ability for us to have a weekly business meeting where we sit down, we go over important metrics that we're working towards. Are we meeting those goals? Who's responsible for what actions that need to take place? And it's brought us real clarity in where we're being successful, where we need to put more effort in, when we're going to stop something that's maybe not going the way we're expecting, but also giving us a chance to connect together both as you know business owners as professionals to fulfill our role as OTR and OTA and those weekly business meetings have really become kind of a highlight of our week we get a chance to get in the pool together and swim relax relieve some stress and talk about our dreams talk about what we're you know hoping what's going on with different clients and that's something that I don't think I would have ever said before that I was thankful for a business meeting, but if you do them our way and learn anything from from us here, really that ability to, you know, put what we preach into practice and utilizing the aquatic environment for ourselves in a therapeutic manner has really made our business meeting something that we both look forward to, we really enjoy and I think I think definitely contribute or has contributed to our success this year. I think it that taking that time to work on your business is so important when you're working in your business too and you're one of the main clinicians and you're just getting things going, whether that's overall, you know, you're starting to do this as a side hustle or you're like us and you're established, but you're starting a new component of your business. Or you're reaching out to a new population, things like that. I think that's something, again, it, if, if I look back this time last year, I don't think I'd ever say, oh, yeah, I'm really thankful for business meetings. But this year, I'm really thankful for business meetings. Yeah, definitely. Just to have that time to unwind and, and reflect, it's like a 
a weekly reflection. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in a pace that we lose sight of that. Another thing that I'm really grateful for is the students and interns that we've had over this last year, you know, as we're talking about reflecting on both our performance as professionals, but also in our business. Students and interns, they can be very helpful as an extra set of hands, and you hope that you give them a learning experience that they're going to be able to carry forward with them and and maybe some new ideas or open up their eyes on ways that uh, maybe they could innovate in the profession. I guess what, what I'm most grateful for, though, is just the experience of working with students who give us so much more than that. They give us a chance to practice explaining our business, explaining why it is we're doing what we're doing at any given time. And that really helps us to look a bit deeper into both our treatments and gives us time to look a bit deeper into our business and the way that we're providing services having that feedback and getting a fresh set of eyes is really invaluable. And I I kept asking for, I would ask my students what, what it was that they observed during the session. And part of it was I wanted to see if they were picking up the same things I was, but I also wanted a fresh set of eyes to see what their clinical observations were because maybe I had missed something. Maybe they saw something that I didn't. It's not just having an extra set of eyes around, it's having a a fresh perspective. And sometimes that can help to broaden out our vision of what our practice is. Yeah, it's always interesting when we have students and interns helping us out. We get an opportunity to show them something that they're not going to see in many other settings and I just don't mean the specialty areas of animal assisted therapy, hippotherapy, aquatics, nature-based therapy, those are certainly unique, but also private practice and so many students do not ever get a chance to see the inside of a private practice and get to get an idea of what that's really about before they graduate from school and go out into the workforce and We know that not everyone is going to work either in a niche area like we do or even in a private practice, but it's important for as many OT and OTA students as possible to know both about what we do so they have an idea what it is and what it isn't, but also to know about the business side of things. And I I will keep saying it, I don't feel like school prepares us very well for private practice. I don't feel like when we come out of school, we're given many resources if we want to go a route that is outside the box. And so I'm, I am thankful for the fact that we get to be part of that journey for some of the students that we work with. Yeah. And uh, you actually did two podcasts earlier this year with, I believe it was Liz. So if you haven't checked those out, make sure you go back and take a look at those. They're worth a listen, where we go a little bit more into depth on uh, all these topics. 
Yeah, I think getting a student's perspective of before their field work and then their perspective after their field work, you know, can be really interesting. So while we're taking our break in December and January, if you're playing catch up, uh, certainly check out that with our students a little bit. And I think that brings me to thinking about ways in which I've worked with other professionals this year, and this summer I got to do a small group coaching with some occupational therapists who were looking for a little bit of extra professional support, and it was a really nice opportunity both to help them along a little bit in their career to get some feedback on some coaching ideas that I'm working through for the Trailblazers Quest program, and it's a really nice way to get an idea on where OTs and OTAs need some help and some guidance in moving from a more traditional clinical practice into one of our non-traditional areas and to see the things that they're feeling really successful with and the things that they're struggling with a little bit. So I, I definitely have to say that I am grateful for the OTs that I worked with over the summer and I'm looking forward to any of the OT practitioners that I'm going to be working with in 2024. And I guess I have one final thing that I'm grateful for just to branch off of what you just said about people struggling in in either private practice or working in more of a typical setting. None of this has been easy. It's very time consuming on the back end, particularly uh, when you're when you're one. I won't say a one-man band, but a <laughs> even even a for two family people. show. Yeah, we really the are one, one family, family circus. Show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that we have to manage and juggle. juggle. And yeah, the clown car and uh, yeah. So I guess bottom line is, you know, there it is a struggle, and none of it has been easy, but it's been worth it. And so I would say the last thing that I'm grateful for is all of the struggles and hardships that we've had to face. Some some we did a better job handling than others, <laughs> but all of it is room for growth. You know, there's a, a saying that pain is the touchstone to spiritual progress. And I think that goes across the board when it comes to growth. You don't go to the gym and work out and if you're you know, if you're not sore then you probably didn't work out hard enough to grow and and make gains. So so I would say that, you know, regardless of where wherever you're at or whatever you're faced with and even if it feels like it's too much, then there's a lesson in it. Right? And there's always a lesson in, in the, the struggle that we have. Sometimes the lesson is that we need to make a change. You know, and sometimes it's a big change and sometimes it's a little change. But I always try to listen to that. You know, when, when the struggle gets too painful, uh, you know, we will change. And, well, and I think you've brought a lot of perspective me about the struggle sometimes because you've been down the small business road before me 
and you've been over some of the humps and bumps before and so sometimes when it felt a little bumpy to me you were able to say like yeah this is the, <laughs> this is what you signed up for like this is just part of the the deal and piggybacking off of a little bit what we were saying about the, sh- the struggle part, but I think what it affords us in particular mm-hmm. is something that I am beyond grateful for because it affords us the ability to be home with our three kids and yep. it allows us to pay our bills and, and do what we need to do while getting to be there for our little people. And I think that's a big part of our why is we get to work in our community. We get to do something that we love and craft it just the way we want to do it. Yeah. But... Or and there's always a price to be paid and it allows us to be home yeah and be with our kids and really be be there when you said but i i thought you <laughs> i thought you were going to lead into that there, there's always a price to be paid with it and, and it is so i had somebody that was uh, a mentor early on yeah, went with my first small business and before I even got started up, I was talking to them and he said to me, what are you willing to sacrifice? And he said, that's, you know, that's oftentimes what it comes down to. If you're starting a business and you're running a business, the question is, what are you willing to sacrifice? And so that's kind of stuck with me. So when things get hard, sometimes I have to look around and, and think about what am I willing to sacrifice? Nap time. We <laughs> sacrifice a lot of nap time behind the yes. laptop. You know, I think at least as, as a mom, I get a lot of my work done during nap time and after bedtime. And would I love to be just watching a movie on Netflix and hanging out? Yeah. But but yeah, I think that's part of that exchange, certainly. But yeah, I was thinking more about the, what what does it afford me and what am I really thankful for about mm-hmm. it. I'm super thankful that we get to do OT the way we believe OT should be, yep. that we get to look at all of our client and we're not restricted by what insurance says is OT or yep. matters or how many visits we can have. So that on the client end, I think is something I'm super grateful for. But on the personal side of what I'm super grateful for is the fact that I can work this job and I can work it in a way that allows me to be with my kids as much as possible. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't picture our setup any other way. So I would say that if you're really struggling right now, you know, don't lose heart. Uh, if there's something, if there's something that you're passionate about doing, or if you look around and and you're not doing what you envisioned yourself doing when you first came into this profession, then maybe it is time to make a change. And maybe it's a small change. Maybe you're going to try to kickstart something to do on one of the weekend days. And there's something you're passionate about. And that could be nature-based OT. It could be aquatics. It could be hippotherapy any of those things and or something completely unrelated but i would say that you know life is short so chase it while you got it so that's going to wrap up our episode this week on 
thankfulness, gratefulness, and we are grateful that you are listening in, whether this is your first time or whether you've been listening all along with us. We hope that you will like and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review, and we look forward to seeing you at the next episode.